This is a HeadGum Podcast. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, I'm Tig Notaro. And I'm Cheryl Hines. And you're listening to Tig and Cheryl. True story. That's right. Tig and Cheryl, true story. Today, woo! Woo! We have a scorcher. It was a long one. <laughs> yeah. It was a scorcher. Scorcher. We're going to talk about the staircase. Yeah. We talked about birds. Don't lead with birds. Don't tell, don't. Well, don't yell at me I in feel front of like all of that's... our listeners. We have so many listeners. They don't want to hear you yelling at me. We talk about murder. Birds. Anal sex. You did. You wouldn't get off of that. <laughs> I won't get off of that. <laughs> it's a it's very important in this story. It is. And staircases are too. Oh yeah, stair this yes, yeah. the staircase. Pipes mm-hmm. of all kinds. Pipes of all kinds. Yeah. Pipe dreams. Pipe dreams. Denial. 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 Marines. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. You're gonna like it. You guys are gonna like it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, Tig. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? That's sarcastic. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking at you on uh, on my laptop screen. We have this nice little program that allows us to see each other while we are in our own homes. Yes. Not just yeah. our homes, but our closets. Let's be very honest. We are honest. both in the closet. Yes. Yeah. A place I fought long and hard to get out of. And here and you I'm, are. I'm back. You're back. We have so much to talk about. We do have a lot to no, talk I'm about. No, I'm dying to talk to you about the staircase. I'm dying to talk to you because I haven't I haven't said anything to you about it because I've no. been saving it for this podcast i was surprised that you uh weren't that you hadn't seen this because somebody a friend of mine told me about it years ago somebody that i really uh respect her opinion and i I thought okay yeah i'll I'll check this out and i was i mean i was sucked in and i and it made me crazy every episode because i would be like well i don't and then the next one I was like, oh, that son of... And then the next one, uh, did I you know. experience that? Well, I, you know, you you told me to watch it or, you know, you, didn't, you don't boss me around. Uh, but you yes. suggested I watch it. And I thought, like, episode eight, I thought it was done. And I said, I, I, said, I only have, like, 15 minutes left. I know. <laughs> then there were... I mean, this thing is, it's long. It's long. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, you have to really want it. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. But yes, I was on an emotional roller coaster and I I just need to talk about it. <laughs> well, if people are not familiar, um, it's, uh, it's called The Staircase and it came out in 2004. It's a true crime docuseries directed by Jean-Xavier de Lestrade. De Lestrade? 
Delestrade. Is that what we just destroyed? I don't think it's straight. Anyway, go ahead. Um, Delestrade. It focuses on the trial of author and Vietnam vet, uh, which is how a lot of people describe me, um, Michael Peterson accused of murdering his wife, Kathleen Peterson, who died on a staircase in their home. In addition to the original 10 episodes, three follow-up episodes were released by Netflix in 2018, following up on the details of Peterson's case. And that's what you're talking about. You, uh, not even the net, the extra Netflix episodes, you just were halfway through the docu-series yeah. texting me saying, well, about to wrap it up. <laughs> And I was so excited. I was texting going, oh, great. What did you think? Because I thought for sure I'd hear back where you would have something. And then it was just radio silence for another week. Yeah. It was, it's, you know, I had a friend who was started watching this and she said, it's really dense and it's hard to get through. So, mm-hmm. so, so I get it. I mean, some people, they might not have 13 hours to. <laughs> yes, they do. These days, of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, th- this whole thing is about Michael Peterson. Yeah. And listen, on its face, if you uh-huh. will. Sure. At the beginning, you're like, I don't even understand what the story is. This man was hanging out with his wife. They had some wine. They had a beautiful night together. They went out by the pool. Then she went inside this is a typical night you and Bobby have. Yeah, so this far. This doesn't sound weird. No, this is exactly like every night. And then Bobby parks his minivan full of dog hair. That's you're true. up by the pool, boozing Freaking it up. Wine. Yeah. Uh, but then, so he comes in, and and his wife is at the bottom of the staircase in a in a bloody pool, right? So it, right. So that sounds horrible. He calls nine one one. And yes. I feel like, okay, episode one, I get it. That's a sad night. <laughs> that's, that's a sad night. <laughs> but it's like, I don't understand what the story is. Cheryl, but, if you found Bobby at the foot of your stairs in a pool of blood, would you be like, okay, I get it, Bobby. This is a sad night. Well, I'm just saying, if I told the story, if I told that story to somebody, they would be like, yes, that's an awful night. What else happened? I would be like, what else happened? He he died at the bottom of a staircase. It's, that's I called nine one one. That's the end of the story. So this is my so this is Michael Peterson. He's he's telling the documentarian what happened that night. Right. Okay, right. let's let's listen to this. Kathleen and I were in here watching a movie. I had gone to Blockbusters and rented a video, and we were watching American Sweethearts. And I think it was probably around 11 o'clock that the, uh, the movie ended. And we took our glasses, left the, left the dinner plates, as a matter of fact, on uh, there. We were going to clean up the next day. Went into the kitchen. We, used, we would talk for hours. Kathleen and I at nighttime would talk two or three hours, talk about the movie or, or the kids or what we were going to do. And we came in here. I think there was... I'm not sure. I, we probably had another bottle. Of, we were, I know we were drinking two bottles that night. Uh, it was a nice night. I guess it was 55, 60 degrees. Very nice night. Uh, and I'd gone outside. And we were talking here for a fair amount of time. And then what we would usually do on a nice night, we would go down to the pool, which I always you know, think is about the nicest place on the property. I mean, so far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah, the birds are chirping. He's very sweet. The birds are trying to give us some backstory. The birds are in a panic. (laughs) The the birds birds are like, hey, I saw the whole thing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Does anyone know bird? So far, this is like, okay, this is the sweetest couple in America. That has a drinking problem. But I mean, the, a bottle, two bottle. I mean, maybe this two, two bottles. It seems like is that a lot. normal. Uh, I'm not. It a seems wine like drink. a lot. Okay, it, 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 he's not on trial for drinking yet. I don't know if the chairs were like this or not, but I mean, they're you know, probably something Listen like to this. Listen those birds. And they know something. She was. We were both right here, 
And you know, you, you, the dogs would come over, and um, they we were just talking and uh, finishing our, our drinks. And then um, she said, I gotta go in, because I've got the conference call in the morning. And uh, she started walking uh, out that way. And I stayed right here. Don't think I anything special to her. Certainly not thinking this is the you know last time I'm going to see her. I said good night. Uh, I'll be up a little bit later. And I uh, stayed here. And she walked. And the last I saw her was when I was there. And she was just walking, walking here. That's it. That was the last I saw Kathleen alive. No, she was alive when I found her, but barely. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So, see, I'm watching that, and I'm thinking, I don't know what the big deal is. Did you think that when you were watching that part? I felt like, no, I didn't feel like, what's the big deal? I felt like he was one of those people that's giving unnecessary details details mm. yeah like what the temperature was how does he yeah <laughs> and you know we left our plates in the sink mm -hmm. it's like who what do you what he this felt like somebody trying to unnecessarily fill some space yeah because um i don't i don't know it I don't, no, I didn't feel the way you did. Okay. We have different feelings. That's fair. That's okay. Yeah. We don't need to fight about it. So he goes in and then he he sees, you know, after a beautifully perfect night together, what they watched American Sweethearts. I don't even know what that means. Is I that don't either. <laughs> but it's like, okay. We should, we should watch that for our next episode. <laughs> so... So he go he goes in and clearly he, learned nothing from American Sweethearts. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. it went the way I feel like it might have gone. But go ahead. What were you saying? He innocently walks into his house. Yeah. He sees his beautiful wife. Yes. At the bottom of the staircase. The staircase is very important in this. Yes, it's the title. Yeah, it's it's, it's the, the title. title. Okay, well, should we listen to his nine one one call? Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would love to. Okay. Um, nine one one. Where's your emergency? Eighteen ten Cedar Street, please. What's wrong? My wife had an accident. She's still breathing. What kind of accident? She's still on the stairs. She's still breathing. Please come. Is she conscious? What? Is she no. conscious? No, she's not conscious. Okay. Please. How many stairs did what? you fall down? Huh? How many stairs? Stairs. How many stairs? Calm down, sir. Calm down. No, 15, 20, I don't know. Please, get somebody here right away. Okay, somebody's dispatching the ambulance while I ask you questions. It's a forest hill, okay? Please, please. Okay, first of all, if I walked in from my beautiful evening outside with my lovely life, with Stephanie and I are outside and we've just left our dishes in the sink. Um, and I come back inside and I see her at the foot of the stairs in a bloodbath. There is no way I would call 911 and say she fell down the stairs. That it was I, an accident. The, yeah. The, like my what, wife. Would you lead with the word accident? Yes. My wife had an accident and she <laughs> fell down the stairs. I would be like, oh get, my God, there's the a murderer in my house. <laughs> Help me. My wife is in a pool of blood. I would not be like, oopsie. She had tumbled down the stairs and had an accident. I would be like, oh my God. I would be running. I would, I would, I wouldn't. Right. Plus what, what, you know, I think I would be, and it's easy. Look, we're being armchair 911 callers. <laughs> but Is that what I, it's called? Yeah. I think I would want to know what I should be doing to help. Let's say if Bobby had, was at the bottom of a staircase, like, yes. what do I do until the ambulance gets here? Right. Uh, I don't know either that it would start with, hey, my husband's had an accident. 
and he fell down the stairs. Yeah, and how do I know? You're right. How do we know that? He... How do you know? I mean, I guess you make that assumption. Like, no. But why, but why is if it she's if if right. if Bobby and Stephanie are in blood pools of blood at the bottom of our stairs? Yeah. How do you? Know? We would not. I would not think. Oh my God, she t- took a tumble. Okay. That's not what I. I don't think that's what it looks like when you fall down the stairs. Oh. Personally. Well, that's where we differ. You feel like I have walls. Seen, I have seen a um, scalp injury. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of blood when there's a scalp injury. But so There's I, a lot of, yeah, I there's imagine. a lot of blood with the head. I know that. I mean, so if somebody fell down the stairs, I don't know, when they hit their head at every other stair... But every time you for sure gonna knock, hit your head, I don't know. Clearly, you think she took a tumble down the stairs. Well, that's what I, you know, I, I'm assuming this man is innocent. It because they've been married for what 17 years or something. They've been married for a long time, and then all of a sudden, one night after they watch a movie together and have wine and talk for hours by the pool, why does he suddenly snap? And then we find out the, there's a, there's another layer. There's a lot of twists. There's a lot of twists. So, and the the layer that you're talking about is that um, he was maybe uh, venturing outside of the marriage. That's correct. Yes, that was that was a that was a oh well, yeah. look at you yeah stepping out yeah stepping out and. He, and it's with men. Right. Which, let's be honest, I step out with a lot of men. <laughs> no, I just think that there could, it, it feels like possibly, because didn't she read some emails? There well, was, so that's the, because everyone's like, well, what's the motive? Well, the idea is, oh, she saw some pornographic images of men that he had been looking at and Mm -hmm. emails, let's get together and have sex. And so that idea was, uh, okay. But he also made it seem like, um, I think she would be fine with that. Yeah, it's not a big deal. That wouldn't be a big deal to her. She would get it. Yeah, she would get it. She would get it. So that was the first sort of turn, right? Maybe that would be the first hint because he's saying she would get it. Uh, (laughs) She would get it. (laughs) I don't know that those were his words. (laughs) She would get it. Don't make light of this. This is, uh, you know, this is a serious. Here's the other thing that happened right after we found out. By the Mm -hmm. way, this happened in... North Carolina, is that right? That's correct. In in the nineties, uh, I mean, people were no early two thousands, early two thousands. Yeah, I think two thousand two. I mean that that's also part of the 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 story of this documentary is it was a you know perhaps a homophobic uh, town, small town in North Carolina, and now. Now they find out, oh, not only was this guy cheating on his wife, but cheating with a man. Mm-hmm. So that was scandalous. Mm-hmm. And then we find out, so then you feel like, okay, now he's not going to get a fair trial because they're making it sound like he's such a deviant that he can't be trusted. And then you, and then this little issue comes up about another staircase incident. Yeah, he happened. I've personally, I've been alive almost 50 years and I have not, I don't know anyone that's um, been found in a pool of blood at the bottom of a staircase. Not not once? No. What about twice? Is that possible? No. Is it possible in your lifetime? Listen. Well, you know, what's crazy is my mother actually did die in that, not on the stairs, but she did fall and hit her head. And die. And so I didn't find her. But um, 
but uh, it wasn't a bloodbath. She was bleeding through her nose, not to turn this into a total laugh riot. Yeah. But um, but yes, that that happened in my life, but I didn't also lose my father that way and my stepfather. But and it's not out of the realm of possibility that you could have. It's not out of the realm of possibility that somebody else in your life that was close to you could have also... For sure. I mean, listen, I have a pair of flip-flops that I wear (laughs) around the house. Mm -hmm. And I tell Stephanie all the time, this is going to be the death of me. I slip all the time. Mm -hmm. and uh, You need some traction. Well, yeah, and I I have those. Uh, I have these. These have traction. Okay. Um, but sometimes I don't necessarily want to wear the big Lace traction up. shoes. Okay. Um, but I feel like I could easily slip mm. and hit my head mm-hmm. and die. And mm. Stephanie's constantly like, I cleared the hallway for you. I got the kids clo- or toys out of the way. I, you know, She's and then there's Whitney Houston and her daughter. They both died in a bathtub, you know? It does happen. Right. So in this Where, case, in this case, uh, we find out that much earlier in his life, Michael Peterson found a woman who was one of his best friends. I'm using air quotes right now. You can see me, but... Are you can... insinuating maybe he was cheating? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but also doesn't mean you're a murderer if you're a cheater. I'm not sticking up for cheaters, but I'm just saying. So he, so he, this Are was... you sticking up for murderers? <laughs> murderers, I will really <laughs> stick my neck out for because they deserve a shot. Okay. Um, he, they were in, they were in Germany. He was married to, to his first wife. Yeah. Uh, he and his first wife had a very close relationship with, is it Kathleen? Is it Caitlin? Oh, no, no, that. That was his wife that was found murdered. Oh, Caitlin's his daughter. So his friend in Germany mm-hmm. that he lived close by. And it's his, his next-door neighbor, right? His next-door neighbor and his his wife, who we in, end up talking to, his first wife, you know, she says that it was inconvenient that he was late to dinner every night because he went to the gym. But other than that... If he wasn't at home, he was over at this woman's house helping her with the kids and being a really good friend to her. Yes, yes. And so one one morning she was found by him. At the bottom of a staircase. At the bottom of a staircase, uh, dead, in a pool of blood. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> So that's when, you know, a red flag comes up and you're like, wow, that's a... A very red... That's a coincidence. Like, that's an unfortunate coincidence for him. Really unfortunate. If -hmm. that's truly a a coincidence, Mm -hmm. it's possible. But anyway, you know, so that came into the trial. They exhumed her body. Mm -hmm. They looked at her lacerations. Yes. And now and now that became part of the trial. Oh, it's it's strange that you also found another woman that you cared about murdered at the bottom of a staircase um during possible cheating times. Yeah, and then uh, and then, you know, he ended up raising her her two daughters as his own. So that's mm-hmm. like, wow, that's a that's nice. Admirable. Admirable. What, you know, man has a heart to do that. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when it takes another turn and you're like, oh, okay, well, that d- doesn't look good. You know. No. Two no. women in his life. Dead. That can't help your case. Cannot help. It, it can't be like here, let, you know, the defense team doesn't say, you know, let us bring in some evidence. He also found this other person at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. 
here's the thing too that I found weird. <laughs> the blow poke. First of all, I never even heard of a blowpoke before. I haven't either. Before. And everybody's talking about it, a blowpoke. Like, like, it's, like I've heard of slowpoke. <laughs> I've heard but, of like a, just a poke. A sure. poker. A poker. A fire I've poker. Heard of, I've heard of blow. I've heard of blow and I've heard of a poker, but not a yeah. blow poker. A blow I've poke. heard of, yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So... They were saying that the murder weapon was a blowpoke, a hollow. <laughs> mm. I think of like a cane pole. You must too because you're Southern. No? Like the hollow bamboo. Bamboo, yeah. So it was a, it's a hollow, long metal tube with a poker at the end for your fireplace. So you can blow on the fire and poke it. So they yeah. so they said it was definitely blow poke. <laughs> it was definitely done by this blow poke. But whoever named a blow poke, they were right on blow poke. Right on. They the also named fireplace. <laughs> they're very literal. They're, very... they're, they're, they're This is a blow poke. This is a fireplace. This is a yeah. driveway. Yeah. This is. Uh, what else do you need me to name? It's a little on the nose. No, I we get it. We get it. Okay. So, yeah, so that was kind of strange because I thought, well, if it's hollow, mm. uh, it seems like a weird murder weapon. Where's my blow poke? But they couldn't find, they couldn't find the, the blow poke. But I then mean, they found it. I, listen, I'm not a murderer, but uh-huh. if I were to murder someone, it You'd wouldn't be with poke. a long, hollow. Oh. Oh. What were you saying? How would you? I'm curious to hear how you would murder someone. I mean, I would probably, I'd probably poison, or uh-huh. you know, I don't know, find a nice way to do it. But, but if I were to, if I was, gonna, what is a nice way to murder well, someone? Well, I think like, mm, I don't know. OD on, uh, what what's the uh, thing that you get in the hospital to ease your pain? Medicine. <laughs> yeah, but there's. Like, what's the number one painkiller? Dilaudid. Dilaudid. Oh, there's the other. Okay. No, Dilaudid's top. I, I have okay, it every so time I, just, I visit. I'd slip somebody a lot of Dilaudid and be like, uh, R.I.P., sir, or ma'am. Yeah. Uh, but it wouldn't be with a hollow blowpoke. It would be with with a hammer. So Listen, did that make you think, he didn't do it. He's not going to grab a hollow blowpoke. Yeah, because I'm like, that's that's ridiculous. They just uh-huh. had two bottles of wine and talked for two hours. He got suddenly mad at her. Is going to grab the blowpoke? You don't think he was setting the stage and just oh. thinking, "Oh, we're going to have a nice night." Wow, you know, manipulative. The long game. Of, yeah, the long murder game. I mean, why would he go through all that trouble? Why not like do it before well, he blockbuster? Might, well, because he wants it to look, look like. like he was having a nice evening. You know. 
We okay. we had dinner. We we rented this movie. We were sitting outside. So did you think the whole time you were watching it, did you think, oh, this guy's guilty? That's what it sounds like to me. I you went didn't even back have an open and mind. forth. Mm-hmm. I went back and forth. I mean, it truly made me crazy. I, it did make me crazy. I think my turning point was... Actually, there were several. It, it was. I mean, <laughs> there were several. The you can, It's hard to ignore the second dead person at the bottom of the stairs and the, um, you know, the gay affair um, that the wife that he's claiming. But did you think this? Was, so during the trial, the the other the opposing attorney, the woman who looked crazy was like when she was talking to the jury and she was like he was having anal sex anal sex i mean what did that's like what i i feel like okay lady relax it's (laughs) it that's what i felt like maybe he's not getting a fair trial she's like trying to she's so concerned about the anal sex and I don't know, like trying to ignore the facts of the case. For sure. It it definitely seemed like a, a um, there was a, a lot of homophobia, homophobia yeah. crawling around. And it did seem like archaic times. Yeah. To hear somebody outraged by gay behavior. Gay sex. And how about Chad, one of Michael Peterson's lovers mm-hmm. that took the stand and he was like, and and the attorney was like, well, what did y'all do? And he was basically <laughs> like, what didn't we do? And she would like, look at the jury like, oh my God, are y'all hearing this? <laughs> it was like, what are you watching? Settle down. I don't even know what's happening here. It was what? I, I couldn't figure out what, you know, I couldn't figure out what was happening. Like, are we even talking about, I wanted to hear more about the staircase. What? Like, I just wanted them to say, look, if she fell down the staircase, uh-huh. she hit her head there, there, and there, and it would have splattered up the wall. You're saying you wanted facts. I wanted... You didn't want... um melodrama I, I didn't need to hear yeah i didn't you didn't he- want gossip well i did like i mean i enjoyed it sure i enjoyed listening to i mean that sounds terrible to say i'm just saying it to you but i enjoyed listening to the details to the details about michael peterson's military homoerotic fantasies does that make um, me a bad person or no? That makes me normal. You're very normal. Thank you. Um, you know what I was torn about hmm. from the first episode to the Netflix catch-up episodes is David Rudolph. I um, really liked him. I loved him. He's so likable to where I was even thinking, oh, if, I think he's my type. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So he was Michael Peterson's attorney. Mm-hmm. And he did seem like a straight shooter. Mm-hmm. He never said, he never, I never heard him ask Michael Peterson, hey, did you kill your wife? Mm-hmm. Did you hear, do you remember him asking? He was just like, look, let's just, let's just. It's so interesting how attorneys, that is what they do. They take on a case and you pay them money and you are, they believe you. You know, it's like. They they don't believe you, but you know. But they, that they're going with your side of the story. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's so interesting. But you know, it's also like a, it's like a therapist, right? So if you go to a therapist and you have a problem. Let's mm-hmm. say it's like, oh, uh, John and I aren't getting along. He's doing X, Y, and Z. Well, it's their, it's not their place to to try to figure out what John is really doing. You know, it's just like, oh, how? what are your feelings about, about it? It is very similar, and I've thought about that a lot with therapy because 
it it's they just are compl immediately on your side yeah, they only know what you're telling them they don't care about what the truth is it doesn't matter the truth doesn't matter it's just your interpretation of it and your feelings about it <laughs> so that's what it reminded me of like yeah because rudolph is this such a great um person he seems like a good person who's yeah who's so likable yeah. so smart and like easy yeah i don't know what i'm looking for in a man apparently <laughs> i when stephanie and i were watching the follow-up three episodes i said you know it's weird i kind of think this guy's attractive and she said i remember you saying that the first time we watched <laughs> this <laughs> i said like, oh, i guess i really do feel this way you still do after uh, all, all these years, years. <laughs> the flame has not died no. down well j hey if anybody's listening to the blowpoke theory mm -hmm. and that they couldn't find the blowpoke because it was a murder weapon and he got rid of it then later they did find the blowpoke with cobwebs all around yeah. it uh -huh. uh so that was sort of glossed over, if you ask me. I didn't. <laughs> Nobody did. Nobody, Nobody asked you. Nobody did. But you're just going to plow through with your opinions. I'm just, I just wanted him to get a fair trial. Mm -hmm. And so far, it was colored with anal sex mm -hmm. and a blowpoke. Did Bobby watch this with you? He did. It's uh -huh. it's not that fun watching, uh, watching with documentaries. Well, with an attorney, but also <laughs> with um, Bobby, because while you're watching it, he will look it up online and see how it ends and what they're all doing. And it's like he's like, okay, <laughs> like, don't don't say okay and don't don't tell me. He's like, why? Right, wait till you hear this. It's like okay, just I've got ten more And so, more did hours. he tell you? No, because I, oh, okay. I, you know, but it causes problems in our marriage because I'm like, don't, don't talk to me, uh, don't look at me. I can tell, you know, you're trying to like tell me, oh, he did it, mm -hmm. or he's, you know, in jail, or whatever. And it is. how heightened are the problems in your marriage with this documentary? Well, well, the staircase was really, it was really cause some marital problems <laughs> because it's long. it's long he he doesn't have the patience for these types of it sounds like you don't either i do oh, okay but you know when you're sharing space with someone you have to consider their feelings and now when you were watching when you were watching this did you feel like the filmmaker filmmakers were um on one side or the other um, well, it was definitely told through Peterson's lens, so to speak, because it was a documentary about him. So, but I thought it was done so fairly. It didn't seem to me like it was tipped to one side or the other. Mm -hmm. I felt like there were moments, maybe it's just that it seems so glaring after a while that he maybe did this that it seemed like they were trying to like show the other side of it no that oh. showing oh that he's guilty but then i kept thinking i don't i don't know it it just might be that it's hard to deny certain um coincidences uh, that coincidence. Yeah. Well, because that's it. It's like, if you're a jury member for a murder trial, I mean, how difficult would it be to say yes, even though those were the only two people that knew what happened? One of them's dead. He's the only person. Didn't he have blood splatter on his shorts? Tig. I'm being picky. I'm being too particular. You, he did. <laughs> However, we learned 
later. I mean, are we like t telling this in chronological order? Uh, -huh. uh we find out later that that the uh I know there's a name for it, like the blood expert, that he was corrupt and a liar and he he gave um fake evidence mm -hmm. to different trials. Mm -hmm. So, how can you trust that guy talking about blood spatter? That's the problem. So would you be able, here's my question. Would, if you were on the jury, would you say, yeah, that Peterson definitely did it and he should die in jail. Would you have been comfortable saying that? Here's, here's the thing. You know what I found so odd is his kind of just casual blase uh, behavior. And I think that there's certain things that are so telling and, you know, even if it had been 15 years after Stephanie died, I wouldn't be saying, okay, like when, when his, when his, when his attorney said he couldn't continue with the case and, 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 uh, Michael, is that his name? Peterson. Ruth. Yeah. Michael, that Michael is like. All right, so there's nothing I can do to convince you to stay. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Well, thanks anyway. And I understand people have different personality types, but there would be such a desperation in me to come on. We, we have to do like we've come so far. We have You're, come so you've far. You've believed in me this whole yeah. time, and and I've needed you. You've been by my. And side. then when he's sitting with his kids, and he's like. I don't know if I should, you know, I feel like I've put everyone through so much. Should I, I say we don't move forward. What do you guys think? You know, I feel like it, there's just this casualness that I don't understand. And again, I get that people have different personalities. I do things that people go, oh, you're so mellow. You're so this, you're so that. But when you know something and you are fighting for something, and this is the love of your life that fell down the stairs and you're accused of murdering her. It's, it's, uh, it's just, it just feels like the delivery would be so different. Well, he was also a Marine. But, and a Vietnam he's vet. He's not, he's not stoic. Well, that's true. That's the thing. He's not. He stoic. is not. He's not a stoic man. No. He's a very um, animated, yes. um, uh, emotional, emotional he, he man. Cries. He cries. He, he cries. He cries. You want to hear that clip? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's hear this. Let's, let's hear the clip where he he says that he he cries all the time. Let's hear that. When I got out, I would sit here by myself. And because I had all this new room that I didn't have before, I could walk from room to room and I could do what I want. And everything was so emotionally powerful. I would cry over anything, music. I remember once our, our, Patty and I went to a ballet uh, and uh, it, it was, a, they were dancing to Bach, or maybe it was Verdi. In any case, I was crying. And, and thank God it was dark. And I realized everything was making me cry. And so I went to see the head psychiatrist at the VA. And, thank God. Uh, he says, well, what do you want me to do? And I said, well, I want you to unfuck my head. I'm feeling, I don't know what's wrong with me. He said, are you suicidal? I said, no. He said, are you uh, depressed? I said, no, I don't think so. He said, well, I don't know what I can do. He said, well, what, what's the problem? I said, well, I'm crying all the time. And he said, well, go ahead and cry. Hmm. Okay. I love that there is confusion over why this man's crying. I, I mean, it's like whether you're guilty or innocent, of course you're going to be crying all the time. Because, because if you murdered somebody... Or and you've and or if you didn't murder somebody, Even if you just lost them and you saw their at the dead bodies at the bottom of a stairs, a, and two and two two 
women in his life. Too. And you have the all these kids and you've racked up. Yeah. And there's so much, much emotion. And then, and then you went to prison. I don't want to spoil it for people, but by this point, let's be honest. He did get in trouble. It, you know, um, so, yeah, I could see why he would be emotional. But you're right. He was never emotional about about something. The loss of her. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, it, it, if I were walking through... Or reminiscing about this horrible um, moment, there would just be, uh, I think, a real heaviness, a darkness, a, I, it would, it would be a lot. And yeah. to say that he he's military or he's uh, from Vietnam, this is just not a stoic man yeah. that where you where you go, oh yeah, this guy, he's clearly he's. You know, military, bottled it up. Vietnam, really, yeah. He's this not is, bottled up. No, he's so um, no effusive. Yeah. yeah, and there were moments that stupid pipe. I didn't like blow pipe. No, no, but he smoked oh. the pipe. You know. Oh yes, and then yeah. he'd like leave it in his mouth while he talked. And I was yes, like, okay, yes. hey, you're trying to run us all off. <laughs> I'm trying to hang in there with you, and you can't take the pipe out of your mouth when you're <laughs> But, but I, I was thinking that too because there were moments when. And listen, I can't, I, I can't judge. I don't know. I haven't been in his shoes. I don't know what it's like. I'm sure, details of a case get, uh, you after a while you're desensitized to them because you heard them so much or said them so much or whatever. But there were definitely moments when it was like, okay, so. So she falls down the staircase. She hits her head. Bam, bam, bam. Blood splatter up there. It's kind of like, I don't know. If that was somebody I loved and they fell down the stairs. I don't think. Different delivery. I don't think there's going to be any day when I was like, ugh. Then he got hit over the head with a hammer. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> and then, you know, we just be like, so. Yes. And then, and then even at the, when the, when, um. In the uh, final episodes with uh, for Netflix, when he's so annoyed, everybody's so annoyed by Kathleen's sisters. Oh, they're so annoying. It's like, yeah, she wants yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be irritated. <laughs> she's gonna probably not be real casual about the bang bang bang. You know, you should probably be matching her emotion. You should be outraged that you are being accused of murder. Yeah, I think that's the thing, too. I'm always shocked that the people, if their loved one is killed or dies, mm -hmm. and someone says, mm -hmm. I think you did it. Just the re a reaction to that just seems like, are you talking to me? You exactly. Think, why in God's name do you think I would murder Bobby? I'm just saying. Right. Um, but it would just be, uh, I would not be able to process that. Even like 20 years later, if one person in the world thought that I killed somebody, it would just be like, what? Yeah. But there never seemed to be that moment of. No, it's. Uh, but also. Yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't. So just to let people know, they can stop listening now if they're like, I need to know how this ends. He goes to jail. He serves some time. They realize that the forensic scientist was a fraud and he uh, had been fraudulent in several cases. So they said, okay, Peterson should get out of jail so we can consider a new trial uh -huh. um then he gets out and then i don't know it all starts over again and his attorney rudolph is like i can't do it i can't i can't do another trial everybody says i can't do another trial and then he finally says okay i'll agree to an alford plea where they say guilty but i'm not um, saying I'm guilty. Right. Uh, so that's basically what happened, right? So he, yeah. that's how he's going to spend the rest of his 
life. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy, it's not a good P- Peterson. It's not a flattering s- story for him in the least. Uh, but when I read like some some behind the scenes, yeah, his editor of this yes. documentary, yes, fell in love with him. A, a that's woman, correct. which actually that's what shocked me the most of this whole story. What <laughs> there was a woman editor fell in love with Michael Peterson while she was yes. watching this. What moment was she watching it where she was like, "Ah, oh, I gotta I, have. I gotta make out with that guy." I think she wanted more than that. I mean, it's it's like I find human beings fascinating. I do too. And this is not an important part, Mm -hmm. but I found it fascinating. And you know, I absolutely love and adore David Rudolph. Yes. You know. I know. You're sexually attracted to him and emotionally, uh, mentally attracted. Go ahead. I don't even know that it's sexually. You know what I I like? his mouth a lot, a lot. I like his mouth. I've never heard you say that about anyone anyone maybe maybe stephanie but definitely never a man well no um but anyway but that's not the point the point that is not the point what i found the most baffling (laughs) that he said (laughs) was he said he talked about the toll that this trial has taken Mm -hmm. on michael peterson and to look at him and you can see the toll that it's taken on him. And I turned to Stephanie and I was saying, what is this man talking about? This is a 15-year span of time. That is, he's 70-something? Well, it was jarring. You're going to look older. Differently. Yeah, 15 it, years it later. Was, when you're and, you, and you've been in prison. Probably not, not like great. He looked like... A person that age, but he also looked like maybe he had some sort of face work done, but maybe, maybe not. Well, maybe um, even before prison. Yeah, there's, there was, exactly. There's something, listen, this would be a different story if it was like, this guy is so normal and everybody thinks he killed <laughs> his wife. That would but be like. people do think that. There are people that think that. And, but go ahead. What were you Well, no, say? it's like, I would just like one person who's being accused of murder that just is like seems like a normal person, not like, uh, you know, not smoking a pipe and talking about what temperature it bang, was. Bang bang boom! <laughs> uh, we left dishes in the sink. It's like just... nobody cares, <laughs> you know. The oatmeal was out on the counter. Um, nobody's worried about that. Yeah. But what? Well, he was I a writer. About... He was a writer, so we should say that he was a novelist. And as a writer, Uh-oh. you should know how to edit. Oh. And he does. he's not a good editor, okay? No. But what I think we should bring in yes. before we start to t- wrap this yes. up. Yes. I hope you're going to say. The theory. Yes. This is that, the only thing that makes sense to me. <laughs> you're insane. This is. You're insane. This is, you're insane. This is where and, I go, okay. I no. was right. Man. Oh, he didn't please. Do it. He didn't please. do it. Cheryl Marie Hines. I don't know what your middle name is, but listen to me. It's Ruth. It's a biblical name. Listen. Okay. Okay. But but I also don't understand why it was never introduced in the trial. Because it's crazy. (laughs) So the and I love that that's the thing that makes we haven't even mentioned what it is. There is a theory that she was not murdered. She did not fall down the stairs. She was attacked by by an owl. owl. Listen. Good night. Good night. Mike. Thank you. See you later. See you next week. Uh, Listen, what I read was they found feathers in her hair. They think that an owl. Did you hear the birds outside in their backyard? Okay, but let me. They have a bird problem (laughs) over there. You think, well, every time Michael Peterson walks outside, they're like, you guys, you guys, over here, this guy did it. Yes. Tweet, tweet, tweet. And they're trying to blame an owl. 
Like, what yes. about people? Oh, yes. No. So they said, they said, listen, here's a theory. She was mm-hmm. outside. An yes. owl landed on her head. She <laughs> was disoriented. This owl scratched her. Because the thing yeah. is, too, this is a big, this is a big one, mm. is that she didn't have any fractures in her skull. So mm. they were saying if somebody killed her with an object, why didn't her skull fracture? So mm. the owl theory answers that. The owl scratched her head. Uh. She finally went back inside, started going up the stairs, and then passed out from the... You can still have lacerations right from being hit rather than not being hit that hard i cheryl i don't know know. what i do know is there was not an owl you don't know that were you there i felt like it after after 13 hours 20 yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I felt so you feel like you would be perfectly fine if you were in that jury say you know what i get the feeling he did it Here's, here's, here's the thing. Okay. There is reasonable doubt in every case. There is really going to be reasonable doubt every, every time. You can make a case for anything. Well, I don't know if that's true. I mean, why do some people, why, why do some juries, you know, it's unanimous and everybody says he, they're guilty. Because the attorney didn't, didn't create the. Yeah. This is, but, is all about the attorneys for you. Ugh, well, about Rudolph. You know I love Rudolph. Which, by the way, you think you would be on his side. I, 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 I'm torn. You think this? You is think this sits right you? with me? No. Do you think? Ha- do you think Rudolph the whole time? Do I think I'm his type? No. <laughs> Does that pain me? Yes. <laughs> do you think Rudolph the whole time was looking at the camera like? I don't know for sure, but I'll do my best. <laughs> because I never felt like, I don't know. I felt like he, I felt like Rudolph was more about he needs a fair trial. These are the facts. I don't know that he was ever like. Of course, he my... needed a fair trial. He didn't. I. No, no, you're right. He should be out there. He should be out there. You're right. I mean, what are the you're odds right. that... Careful of owls, guys. <laughs> when you're out in the world, careful of owls. Well, by the owls. way, if you move in with them, it's got to be a one-story house. It just does. I mean, I would just be like, <laughs> I tr- I trust you. I swear to God, I trust you, but I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. The follow-up movie is what staircase? <laughs> Jeez. Um, I think, listen, I think... Uh, it would have been helpful if he didn't have a secret love life. This has nothing to do with being gay. It is truly just no, but it's a, a dishonest. It's a, it's a secret that you that your family doesn't know about for years, and it's it's a different life. It's a different life he had than they thought. Yeah, and by the way, there were there some of his kids. You know. Ugh believe that he did it i don't know why i'm whispering this to you (laughs) and then the two girls that he adopted from the first unfortunate woman who fell down the staircase they stuck with him although did you see the crack at the end when it was like they were like it is kind of strange there was another staircase. And then the credits roll. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. I still don't know how to feel about it. Do you feel like an owl got the first lady too? I feel like you are mocking um, the owl theory and it should be looked at. I don't know what happened to the first lady. The owl theory has been out there and if it was worth anything, it would have been a part of that follow up. Uh, for the series that they would have been like oh yes there's something here Hmm. i don't know if i believe you if that was a reasonable element to take into account i think attorneys would be and and that netflix would be like we gotta get on this owl owl thing defense 
All right. What well, I, it I mean, like we can agree to disagree. Ways. We agree to disagree. We've done it before. <laughs> We've done it before. So wait, just to be clear, you would say mm-hmm. he needs to go to jail, back to jail. I, I, I would person. I personally find this man to be guilty. On a hunch. Let's go to commercial. <laughs> I don't think he's innocent, but I don't I don't feel confident enough to say he needs to die in jail. I don't know. Well, maybe he could die on the way to jail. Okay. I, I, it's not up to me where this man Dies. passes away or how. All right, Cheryl. So we're going to agree to disagree for the millionth time in our friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I won. I won. Um, let's do the final segment. Um, uh, today... I'm going to pick out of this little final segment box, mm-hmm. and I'm choosing the doc is in the details. Mm. So this will be a favorite small moment that uh, maybe somebody missed. They might have missed. Well, maybe a viewer missed this. Yeah, I, and it's worth going back. So you and I <laughs> love all the little details in a documentary, especially since it's real life and you know, yeah. nobody staged it. And there's what there's an episode when Michael is cooking. Sure. And they're talking about the trial. And once again, in his sort of glib way, yeah. um, and he's cook, making something in a frying pan. And I am telling you, I wasn't the only one that noticed it because clearly the camera operator panned down to the pan <laughs> and looked at, I, I, I honestly, I froze the screen because I needed to t- take a look at that pan and what he was making. And I still could not, I could not figure out what he was making. It looked ah, inedible and he was making it for his two, the two daughters that like him. Yeah. Um, and then the camera operator panned back up to him. I didn't notice this. I yeah. Have to say. Well, I have a thing about food in mm-hmm. um, commercials and film. Uh-huh. It's, it fascinates me because there are okay. food, there are people that's their job. Their whole job to is this. is to make food look good in a film or whatever. Well, and this is a documentary, so no, it was nobody's. There was job. no food stylist, and he was just caught being a terrible cook. <laughs> he was. He was busted. There was. I just want to know what it was. Is that what he makes his family? I don't. I I need to know what he was cooking. We need to. We should have pulled the clip of that sizzling on the griddle. <laughs> was it a noodle? Because no. I really miss it. I know. It, was it no. a soup? No. Was it maybe an it, animal? No. It was in it. It was it. It was like a something like a goop. Yeah, goop. It was goop. It was a goop. It was goop in a frying pan. Like goop. I could uh-huh. not make out a shape. <laughs> you couldn't make out a shape. I couldn't even make out. Is that uh, meat or is it vegetable? I couldn't. Anyway, that's what I'm left if with. If I go back and I look at this yeah. and it is a piece of fried chicken. It's not. I Okay. I I challenge you to go back and tell me what it is. If was. I go back and he is peeling an orange. He's not. He's not. He's frying goop. It's like it's like you said. He's frying right. gelatin. Well, there you have goop. it. Yeah. The doc is in the details. <laughs> One more reason not to like Michael Peterson. <laughs> and one more reason to no. love David Rudolph. Uh, I liked him too. I liked him too. No, I know. Is he attractive? Like I, I, He's I don't attractive, know. But like, uh-huh. if somebody set you up on a blind date with him and you open the door, would you be like, "Hey," or would you feel like, "Okay"? But so you wouldn't open the door and be like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god! I got to get on those lips. Uh-huh. I wouldn't. But if I was having drinks with him. I'd be like, oh, this guy's smart, and I like him. Yeah. And then, but not wine. You don't do well with wine. No, I need something hard. I need hard liquor. Yeah. Okay. Well, Cheryl, it was a treat uh, catching up with you over uh, the staircase. Oh, yeah. the staircase. We do plan on doing this again, right? Oh, I. It's a must. It's a must, and um, 
I would say if somebody's listening today and they enjoyed it, they should subscribe. They should. Wouldn't you say? I think they yeah. should. I think they'll love it every time. <laughs> Maybe give us a rating or comment mm -hmm. or tell a friend mm -hmm. about Tig and Cheryl. True story. True story. Let's do it again. Okay. Let's do it again sometime. Okay. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Tig Notaro, and Cheryl Hines. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really, really appreciate it. You can email us at TigandCherylTrueStory at gmail.com. On next week's episode, we'll be talking about Metallica, Some Kind of Monster. It's a good one, so tune in. That was a HeadGum Podcast.